Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. This is 77 Minutes, a Dallas Mavericks podcast, part of the Athletic Podcast Network. The only Mavericks podcast, as Donnie Nelson once said, that just likes our boys in blue. But the boys in blues I'm talking about, you know, believe it or not, it's the U.S. Postal Service. Thank them it's for our mailmen. when you see them. Essential we work. love our mailmen. The, the best part, the best arm of the U.S. government, as far as I'm concerned. Rain or shine, snow or sleet. They get you your mail. I'm Tim they Cato. I'm ready to talk about the mail Mavericks. I don't want. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, so they're going above and beyond? Above and beyond. And you're yeah. complaining about it? Oh, no, awesome. no, no, no. Okay, okay. No, this is, the, just this is like eating okay. your balanced meal. Sometimes you don't want to eat your veggies, but it's good for you. Sometimes oh. you don't need that extra catalog in the mail until you see that coupon in there, Dave Dufour. The mailmen are looking out for you. I'll tell you guys right now, all the real smart people that we knew from high school, they work for their the mailmen now yes yeah man that seems like a, honestly it seems like the greatest job on the planet i you guys well, know i've got I love bad news I, I don't think i went to anybody's i don't think any uh high school classmate of mine everyone from my i only keep in touch with like one person um i hope everybody else is same a, is literally one person i hope yeah. everyone works with the post office although uh, uh fun tim Cato fact, day, my graduating my graduating class was uh 24 people 52 you know that about me I did know that one well, actually, or something yeah, like yeah, that. A little, yeah, little yeah. private private school action. It was uh, mm. it was certainly a time of my life. I'm Tim Cato. I ran and talk about the Mavericks. We got Dave Dufour. We got Mike Pellucci, and we have mailmen develop, uh, delivering us mail. Do a mailbag, a questions pod. Well, it's really more of an answers pod. Using questions to uh, kind of fuel the answers. Yeah. This uh, this analogy is going kind nowhere. of a tweet sheet. Right, because it's not really a mail bag. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It's all it's all off Twitter, you know. So uh, let's launch right in. At CBA Mavs, a friend of the podcast, a friend of uh, Mavs Twitter, just generally, just a, a really good, really good follow, a really good, smart CBA person. He asked a question based off uh, our theme song. When do the future four-time MVP start? Referring, of course, to Luka Doncic, who, uh, you know, we've. We've put it every single theme song, every single episode. We, we, this is a prediction we make. And he's right. They haven't started yet. What do y'all think? Who's the, last time, you know? who was the last guy to win an MVP on a bad team? That was Rust, right? Yeah. So I don't know, man. Average like a 35 point triple double. Honestly, like and, the Mavs being so happen. bad next year kind of sets up narratively that if they're just better, like, you know, I, I think also I think that Luca will get far, far, far more credit and 
will have more impact than Kyrie Irving, assuming he resigns. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the narratives around the Mavs bouncing back to have a 51 season and Luca, you know, possibly, probably having his most in shape season, you know, front to end and actually having help. There's a really good chance he wins it next year. Now, three more yeah. after that. I'm certainly not predicting four in a row or anything like that. Four, four is a lot of MVPs, but I think our that theme song year... says it's happening, though. So you know, I think well, we, we don't say four to... in a row. Eh, no, that's true. Um, I, I do think, look, the way this league works, like it's a conversation-driven league, and the conversation. He's one of those players that once he gets going, people will look for a reason to give it to him. People will look. For you know the, the conversation is not turned on Luka Doncic yet, so people will want a reason to give it to him. And everything you said, Tim, that's it's a hundred percent correct. About it's a lot easier to look at improvement when you've gone down to rock bottom versus what they were going at next year. You know, so yeah, I think anything he does, they will try to find a reason to make it happen. That is also one of the big things that I, I think might be a factor working in the Mavericks' favor is that now the expectations that the air has been let out of the balloon. You can kind of reinflate it slowly and use the next three years to sell Luca on, hey, we're going forward again. Just don't remember that whole thing where we got to the Western Conference Finals real quick. Uh, so I think I'll say in the next two years. That's my guess. I think in the next two years he gets one. I mean, Briefly, it's all Dave. about the first 25 games, you know? So if he's going to come in the best shape of his career and can crush till Christmas, you know? And if the Mavs then, are like 20 and five. Right. After those that's yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which is so possible. He just it, I, I think that's very yeah. possible. It doesn't even mean the team's a title contender or anything like that or, or ends up as one. Right. It's just you start strong, you finish strong. Well, you know, and, and, again, and the other question is like, who are the other candidates? Giannis with a new, new world. coach bounce. And yeah. I don't think Tatum is going to emerge. Nobody expects Embiid to go back to back. I don't think I mean, that not to say that he won't have a great regular season, but the voting thing. I mean, the fact that Jokic wasn't the MVP for the third time in a row this year, even though he should have been, tells you a lot about the fact that I think next year might be one of the more wide open. I think Jokic is probably the favorite to win it next year. There will probably, be people he, who, who want to feels be like kind of the post championship coast half the year. Mm-hmm. Like, he now knows what the regular season means to him. And oh, yeah. it, it used to be very little and it's even less now. This oh, is see, guy now, just wants to, yeah. I, I don't know, man. Well, he's still I like mean, good, we'll but we saw what he did the last couple months of the past season, right? And and you know, coming off a championship where well, the championship he knows this bump team. is what I'm thinking about. This is this is like what if they're more 2015 Warriors than you know, 20, I don't know, 14 Cavs, if that makes sense. So the, the mindset for the Cavs. When LeBron came back, remember they built that team? It very much, they started the process of, we really only care about the postseason. We're going to, I mean, they went into the into the playoffs one year as like the 29th ranked defense with LeBron. And, you know, like this is a team that made the finals, right? I don't think that the Nuggets are that. I think they're a little bit more of that 2015 Warriors. So I expect him to push next year. I think uh, like uh, they, they're going to be uh, like a 65 win team next year, I hope. Well, I'll put I it this see. way. I, I think that uh, out of all of the realistic MVP candidates, uh, Luca's team has the most to prove in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and the others again. And it's a regular season award. Yeah. Especially early on, especially early in the season when these narratives really form and the favorites are kind of, you know, discussed. Well, the and, Kyrie like you said, Irving 25 games. Part. The Kyrie yeah. Irving story is going to be the story. It's going to be the, the biggest story to start the season next year because. He he's like the best player, I would guess, 
it's him or Harden that could change teams, you know? And, and so sure. I, I can just see like there's going to be a lot of scrutiny. Whether but there's he stays no vote splitting leaves. between him and Luca. Luca will clearly right. be the, the top option. Anyway, oh, yeah. let's let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Um, Kirk Henderson, you know him, you love him. His basketball question says position of need for the Mavericks forward or big. You know, we've talked a lot about how it's both, but mm-hmm. if you could only pick one. If you could pick, you know, I'm I'm just kind of riffing off his question. If you could choose one, you know, it, it, let's say the Mavericks go get a starting caliber caliber player who is very clearly the third best player on the team. Do you want a big? Do you want a forward? I think there are a lot of ways a forward can raise the floor without capping your ceiling in terms of what strategic accommodations you have to make in terms of what matchups do you have to kind of hide them a little bit in terms of, do you have to keep them off the floor? Uh, I think if you knew this big was, you know, an upper echelon top five big, I think the ceiling is there, but I think the reality is it's just going to be a lot easier to upgrade this team, not only in the regular season, but in most playoff matchups, if you get a really good forward. So that would be my preference. The recent and postseasons make it clear that either you got a generational big, you got a Bam Adebayo, you got an Anthony exactly. Davis, or you got a 20, 25 minute type big yeah. who just wins, but he's not playing 40 minutes for you. No. And I think the pathway for the Mavs to get that generational big is, is not, not an existent. And so it's, it's forward. Yeah. Although, like you said, I think uh, we are now back to the time of giants. And I think that, yeah, I mean, it's not surprising that Giannis and Jokic have, you know, the skill that they have and and all of the things, but also are seven feet tall. It is still so basketball. Kirk's, so you Kirk's need like other a, question. Can they get Porzingis? <laughs> Dude, I can I can like almost picture him in a Mavs, Mavs jersey like right now. He'd be so good. Um, he really would. But you know. You know, like the the photoshoppers are going to be going crazy after we suggested this. There's going to be so many photos of uh, Porzingis. Basically, how, how realistic they look the nowadays. They're going to look I mean, so dude, realistic. Yeah, I saw a Knicks one the other day. Well, no way. I saw. You, I, Could you imagine some, like Brunson crazy Latvian national team fan like photoshopped Porzingis? Like, bro, what are you doing? Like, why is he going to go over and play with the Latvian national team? Like, let's be realistic here. Yeah. You want a nonsense question? I, I want all nonsense questions. So Kirk also asked this. He asked uh, two questions. Um, he asked, go to drink order when drinking outdoors. This was and this does not say a good thing about me that when I first read this question, I was like, oh, what order of uh, of drinks do you go in? And I was going to be like, oh, okay, obviously you start with a cocktail. Then you do like three or four beers. And then, you know, after that, <laughs> maybe you get crazy. Okay, so uh, yeah, maybe I drink outside a little too much. Uh, sue me um drinking outside it depends on time of year you know i like christmas time i like mulled wine but I, i'm assuming he means when it's hot because he's in dallas i don't think that was the purpose of this <laughs> so uh um, i will say i don't know man. i'm not like, a big um i like a lot i'm not a big seltzer guy i'm not a white claw guy i'm not uh although out of all of them the the topo chico seltzers are the best ones i love those outdoors yeah. Uh, only time where I'll drink them and, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not pre-gaming or out at a bar ordering a, uh, a hard Topo Chico, but, uh, outdoors ranch simple. water action. I'm simple what you're ranch water action. Simple yeah, ranch yeah. Water Just give me a Dos Equis. I mean, here's the it's thing, fine. you know, it's Estrella is the best Mexican. It model. can plausibly be patio weather most months out of the year here. 
We are in the Southern United States. We are obviously attached to Mexico. Might know where I'm going with this. It's I, most places, if you don't have a good margarita, even an average margarita is like pizza. It's only even bad pizza is good pizza. Even a bad margarita is a decent enough margarita. I can do margaritas most times of the year. He Tim's I'm shaking his Texas head. Texas sun though. I don't want sugar. That's why that's why I'm ranching. Yeah, I don't do sugar. I don't I don't want sugar, not especially if I'm outside. Yeah. Like that's just that's just a recipe for uh I mean, how many of you drink it? That's the thing. I'm, I'm, I, I don't okay. have any faults with the fact that most of my prime drinking days are behind me. So I'm doing like a couple. You know, I'm not doing like nine margaritas. I can't do that. But a couple Look, of them it, to where I know. I don't like, think I'm, anyone can. If you were like me and LeBron and spent a lot of money on your body, you could still be drinking like you're in your 20s. Oh, so I don't. <laughs> and I'm not. Just kidding. I'm All just right. Kidding. Basketball question. Y'all ready? Love it. All right. Uh, Billy Sierra 16 on Twitter. Uh, long, long time. Uh, follower of mine um oh yeah billy yeah like i think back to the mavs moneyball days so shout out billy um, early adopter says, what would you say the odds are that dallas keeps their pick and are there specific players dallas would keep it for um you know about this, this bradley beal news today right? has, has yeah, made me really start thinking about this number 10 pick guys and the the, the truth is i think bradley beal is going to go for so little Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. It's not a great and contract. If it doesn't, if he doesn't, if Dallas doesn't get in on him, man, everyone is going to have a meltdown because it's going to be cheap. Um, they, like there's a chance Washington has to take back bad money. So like, like the Mavs, you could do like number 10, Bertans, Tim Hardaway, JaVale. And I mean, surely it would have to be like a Josh Green or a Jaden Hardy, Maybe, right? maybe. This is, dude, this I is don't four know, years left on his deal. 47 million, 50, 53, 57. I mean, we we talked about the LeBron idea a couple couple weeks ago when that rumor yeah. dropped, and I was already kind of worried and and out on LeBron, yeah, uh, due to salary reasons. And I, I do think it, they had a little bit more flexibility than I suggested on that podcast, but it would still be hard. And in a, a big part of adding LeBron, hypothetically, huge, you know, we were just having fun. But a huge reason of that would be like, okay, you just got to deal with this for two years. You got to make it work for like couple se- couple seasons and uh adding four years i no 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 this this team Mm-mm. would be worse trading bradley beal for the number 10 pick uh for four years of that and having to work around three guards that don't play defense i, I think he's well i was gonna say no like money nothing. to operate there's uh, well i was gonna they, say they should the, not be in the caveat is the only way you consider it is if they somehow don't keep Kyrie. And even then, it's more asset. Okay, yeah. consol- but then oh, yeah. there's more asset consolidation for one piece, even if 
asset is used very loosely in terms of half the shit you'd give up in this hypothetical scenario. Yeah, if you don't keep Kyrie, then sure. If you do keep Kyrie, absolutely not. Um, look, do I, I don't know what the odds are. Tim would be able to tell us best because he's the one most plugged in. What I will say is the more time that passes, the more I do think they, they really should not force this trading of the pick with this new CBA. If the CBA wasn't changing, okay, fine. But they are going to need cost-controlled labor. And this pick is going to be the best way they can get it. And sure, if a great deal comes along, we know what the timeline is. I get it. But I think the concern you should have if you're a Mavericks fan is if they go tunnel vision and say, we have to trade the pick. And then you take back money that isn't good money. You know, like you're, we're going to get to a question a little bit about Tim Hardaway Jr. Like Tim Hardaway Jr. isn't great money in this new CBA. Most things are not good money in the new CBA. So anything you could do, if you could at all talk yourself into keeping this pick and something that helps you, I'm in favor of it. I really, truly believe that whatever the odds are that they actually trade it, they should in reality be lower because they should be looking for reasons to keep it, not reasons to move it. That's my hot take. Well, let's stick on guards, guard talk, older guard, expensive guard talk. Uh, Are we not talking solar panels? I, don't know if I was going to ask this one, but it was, it was too good of a transition. Okay, we'll, we'll ask Billy's sorry, other sorry, question. Sorry. Uh, Billy's, <laughs> Billy's second question was next question. Uh, do you own a home? And if so, have you gone solar? Billy, I'm a journalist. I don't own property. <laughs> I don't have that type of money. I've got I journalist do, money. Uh, I do I've have got some home. plants in my downtown apartment. There you go. So I, I, do I got have a solar home. power in my apartment in yeah, a there it is. sense, but not uh, really. I, I do have a home. I haven't gone solar. Some of this might just be my own security of feeling like I'm a dumbass and I don't really understand how it works. So, Bill, if you want to get it, you know, if you want to hit me up and tell me why it's great and like really break it down for me, I'm down to listen, man. I'm not, I'm not anti here. I'm anti my own intellectual insecurities. That's what I am. You gotta, you gotta put a solar panel on top of your margarita machine that you got in your backyard. Are you, are you suddenly anti margarita in general? Is that the? I did put a solar. No, no. It just sounds like you're making them all the time outside, and so like, sure, you got a whole machine out there. I mean. Yeah, Solar that's power. me, big big Marg yeah. machine guy. Do they do they make uh like what is it, 12 volt system you're running out there? You got an inverter? What, what's happening to run your margs off? So, <laughs> uh yeah, um solar is good. Solar Nathan really Cornegay um, asked, why is my van. Fred Van Vliet? I just I, there's only so much solar power talk know, that is allowed on a basketball podcast. I think I think we hit our limit. So, um, yeah. why is Fred Van Vliet not a much better sidekick to Luca than Kyrie? Lack of I, off the dribble game is a big uh-huh. problem. Um, I mean, mostly just good like on he's, wide he's open not shots. as good, you know? Yeah, yep. he's not ceiling versus floor. Yep, yeah. And like Van Vliet may be consistent, may have a more consistent floor of a defender than Kyrie. Yeah, but like hands. Van Vliet's a small guard, and small guards just don't defend you know they're yeah and don't defend is is harsh but they are players who when you start playing the best teams will be targeted doesn't matter how good they are doesn't matter how much work they put into it even kyle lowry can get targeted a little bit and he's like the the biggest exception out of this mix of you know small smaller guards who have a bit of a defensive rep because you know he doesn't at least he doesn't get pushed around and van vliet is well i would say i would say the question would you rather pay Bradley Beal what's left on his deal for four years, or would you rather pay, pay Van Vliet like 35 or whatever it's going to be for four years? I'd rather pay Beal. 
Well, there's also there's also the opportunity cost. I mean, there's also the opportunity cost of you get right. Fred VanVleet in the open market, you trade for you know. A, but sure, yeah. I mean, I would rather trust Brad Beal in that regard. I'd rather pay Kyrie than both. I think the word that Nathan put in here that's relevant is the word sidekick. Fred VanVleet is a sidekick. Kyrie Irving's a co-star. That's the difference. Damn, that's a bar. <laughs> that is wow. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just like, I'm stunned. I don't know what to say. Well, I will say also one question. thing, one, one thing yeah, about, uh, one say. thing about Kyrie, one, one, one quick thing about Kyrie. Um, my bet is that whatever contract he signs in Dallas, it's uh three or three plus one. I, I do not get a sense that it's going to be five or, With a team? Four or like team four. option. You think? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'd assume a player option out of, out of that scenario, yeah. which might as well be four, but Everybody, I, I think I, I, I wonder, I, I get a sense. It, Three might be possible. Three, three might be possible. I don't, I don't know that. I don't know that. I'm not reporting it, but uh, it's just funny to me that possibly headed that way. The talking point has been like, oh, teams don't want to give him, you know, uh, who's going to give him more than two plus one? Or guys do not pay attention to how the NBA works and what actually you you know matters and how the the things go down. Like the 65 games thing for the award, man, that is not good. Someone's going to play 58 games and be on the all NBA team because they're going to tinker with the criteria. So um, yeah, Kyrie Irving's probably going to get four years somewhere and it may be a three plus one. Yeah. I'm going to ask one that I'm just going to answer real quick. And then uh, I think Mike has one that I'll kick to after this, but uh, Steve Heflin asked, did Mavrello die? Whatever happened to that guy? Um, I cannot unmask who is actually behind it. I, I do know who it is. Um, possibly maybe i mean i don't know i don't even have inside info on this but uh it's no, maybe he'd be back possibly i don't know might not be the last you've ever seen of him but i don't even know like for sure you know is he gonna be on sesame street or could be anywhere i mean imagine waking up in the middle of the night like 3 30 a.m you know just a little thirsty you know you can go up and get some water and you uh get up out of your bed and you uh, look at your bedroom door just a just an animatronic basketball, just the shadow of an animatronic basketball, just sitting in the in your bedroom doorway. What are you doing? What would you do in that scenario, Dave, Mike? Because I know what I, mean, I would do. I would, I'd get up, I'd get straight out of bed, and I'd <laughs> I'd dribble, I'd dribble the shit out of that dude. I'd be doing little crossovers at three thirty a.m. I'm like, hey man. Functionally, you're still a basketball, and uh, I'm going to use you for the purpose that God invented. Well, I, we don't know if God invented Mavrello. That is, we yeah. don't want to go that far. Oh, oh no. no, that abomination. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Richard Barton. time. Richard Barton the fourth, who I understand is a good friend of Kent Garrison, has asked, "What is the worst thing about Kent Garrison, our intrepid producer?" Uh, I have two of them. Uh, one serious, one not so serious. The serious one. Or the not, the not so serious one. Uh, so Ken Garrison also produces uh, About Them Cowboys, which is the Dallas Cowboys podcast. And if you listen to both these podcasts, you might notice there's a very large discrepancy in how much Kent talks. When he's on the Cowboys show, Kent is a chatterbox. Kent loves talking about the Cowboys, loves making cool new opens about the Cowboys, loves riffing about the Cowboys. When he's here, he's just, he's great. As a producer, we love him. He makes the show go. He doesn't want to talk to us. It's like he's ashamed of us. And you know, that hurts, Kent. We're friends. Don't be ashamed of us. So that's not good. The second and, thing- And Dave's producing today, or we would make Kent stand up for his crimes right now. Mm -hmm. 
And you know, and then he would just publicly admit that he's, but he's ashamed. He's not us. even here. He's not even yeah, here. He's, he's not even here. He's he not he wants here. to talk so little on this podcast and even to show up for this one. Anytime he cannot be here, he's not going to be here because not because mm. he doesn't work hard. The man works harder than all of us because he doesn't want to be in our presence. And that stings, Kent. But the real thing that is the worst thing about Kent Garrison, he does a movie podcast. Great podcast. I forget the name of it or else I'd shout it out. I think Richard might co-host that podcast with him. At any rate, they, after Star Wars Episode Nine, which was the last new one that came out, said it was a great movie. Said it was an excellent film. That what? movie was garbage. Garbage. What? Yeah. No, they loved it. They loved it. It was terrible. It was maybe the worst movie-going experience of my lifetime. It was so bad. Uh, and I cannot stress enough that this is maybe the worst movie take of anybody that's ever had a movie take. So I take Star Wars opinions very seriously. This is this was just a crime against humanity. So, you know, if you're keeping score, being ashamed of me, not that big of a deal. Liking that Star Wars movie, very big deal. Let's continue. Can I, can I share what I replied to that on Twitter? Yes. So I said, uh, I don't have it in front of me. I was like, um, yeah, my problem with Kent, he's too kind and good at his job and punctual. <laughs> that asshole. Wow, sounds like me. And I went to tweet it and Twitter did that thing where they pop up the little uh, the screen and they're like, most people don't tweet like this. Are you sure you want to tweet like this? <laughs> I do appreciate that Twitter. I guess I've never, no time I've on never called someone an asshole on Twitter. So that's the first time I've ever got that. But I've seen it before. People that's tweet an it achievement all the time, right but... there. Now, it, now, think about this. Think about how many times I've been called an asshole on Twitter. And those people just went right through, just blew <laughs> right through that warning. Are you sure you want to most call that? Most people yes, don't absolutely. tweet like this. It, that's proof that Twitter doesn't spend any time on Twitter because that's how most people, you know, tweet. All right. How many more questions y'all want to do? Basketball. Oh, we got a nonsense. couple. Right? We, got we got a few in here. I mean, Gavin, a uh, friend of the podcast as well. I saw Gavin earlier this week. Yeah, uh, the Gaver on an at. He says, I uh, think Luca can riz baby Gronk away from Livy where she's you still know, tripping. Just going to say right now. The word riz. Mm is exactly why we have an epidemic of young men that are lonely. Get out of your house. That sounds exactly leave your like house. someone with... That's what somebody would say if they had no Riz. <laughs> yes, I yes. like that Dave... Yeah. I, like, I like that Dave... Dave Dufour is a Riz peasant. <laughs> yeah. You're not royal. You have is. no royalty. <laughs> what is Riz? You're a surf in the fields. Like, it's like to charm, the Riz Dave. Kings. It's like it's like charm and you're gonna learn one day. And, you know. Yeah, no, not really. It's not feudalism a word. is not really. There's not a lot of move up. Move See, I like the, I like systems. the Dave. You're stuck as a surf in the Riz. <laughs> the world. Riz surf. The Riz surf. Dave before. Yeah, I like yeah, that yeah, Dave yeah. focused the... on the Riz aspect, and I was just gonna talk about how like we got us all pump the brakes to the baby Gronk thing because that dude, that dude's dad is a stage dad. And it's getting like real. Crazy. I thought that was an Eric Andre skit. Like <laughs> it looks so ridiculous. Still time it was for like, it to be revealed. No, that, that podcast, pops out of the corner. that little podcast snippet that has now been everywhere. And unfortunately yeah, yeah, yeah. has made me learn about baby Gronk, this poor kid. Yeah. Um, who's very clearly like in a bad situation. Uh, and, and but that's social media, you know. If you got kids on social media, it is inherently bad. Concur. I, I just, it is unbelievable to me that this has been like a, this is like a, a week. Uh -huh. Go rapid on fire. Baby Gronk. You want to go rapid fire with like four more questions? And Riz. Yes. That's yes. a yes. That's a yes. Sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Doing my um, doing a bit. Cliff Bruder, who used to be my old uh who's an RA 
at the dorm I stayed in at uh, West Hall at North Texas. Wow. Wow. Love Cliff. Cliff uh, would Dallas worker. consider drafting Kaysen Wallace if he's uh, if the top nine are gone? I like Kaysen Wallace, and I just don't see how that can work here. With Kobe that's Bufkin the one is the thing in the roster that, that they actually have. Fits, right? Yeah. I, I don't think that, I don't think that they'd consider Kobe Bufkin, but he's he's the only one that really even yeah, good makes players. sense for like good players. They need to just they want to first available. Um, or are they more likely to swing on lively or development or wing? Uh, none of the above. I I think they would really really try to trade down if 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 even if they want to pick, they would really try to trade down. Um, if Black, if Anthony Black and Taylor Hendricks are both available at ten, who are the Mavs taking? This is from Mavs Film Room, also a friend of the pod. Listen, if they have an actual choice between those two, they should absolutely not trade that pick. Like that's a really good outcome at ten if you get a choice between those two guys. Let's On the flip side, that. there's a lot of value of the pick if both of those players are available. You okay, might actually have, yeah, that's you fair. might actually you might have, have a, better a trade, trade that makes sense in that right. scenario. Man, that's yeah. that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Mass Mas uh, Film Room also asked, how much say does Luca and Duffy have on what happens on draft night? Um, Luca, no, uh, n- neither. Neither have any influence. Uh, Luca has influence in the sense of like. The franchise knows what he wants, but Luca does like Luca's going to be on a boat or a farm somewhere. Uh, like he might learn three days later what they uh, what they did on draft night. No, Luca, Luca's been on Synergy in. watching yeah. uh, uh, a <laughs> film. Um, yeah. You know, guys, he's going to be in the war room. Luca has influence in the sense of like this is what Luca wants to see next season, not in terms of like this is who he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, Basketball question. This is from Tall Duck MFFL. Uh, can you rank the order of power of the decision makers in the mass front office? Um, yeah, I think that. it's the same as it always is. It's Mark <laughs> Cuban number one, and then it's a rotating cast of people underneath him. And and I think Kid's pretty high up there. But you know, it, it, it's it's honestly, it's not even Mark Cuban number one. It's whoever Mark Cuban wants to be number one at any given point uh, for any de- given decision, which sometimes is Mark Cuban and sometimes is somebody else. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Tall Duck MFFL's second question, and we we let's just end on this: um, lemon or lime? It's a good one. I put some thought. It in is this a really one, good boys. one. Really good one. Uh, so I think I would say it's a push in terms of cooking. Which one uh, is more useful? I think they each have uses. Uh, Tim's shaking his head at me. You're you're saying you're. Just I saying- prefer lime, but I think lemon's more versatile to cook with. Well, I can't okay. like I, I like I'll use lemon on like for you know to add some acid to a pasta dish. I I don't think lime would work in a. I, I'm thinking know, that, more that's like, not going to mix with like parmesan, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking like in terms of Mexican food context and like southwestern foods. There's a lot more. My well, point is, yeah, but we got to We got to expand it outside of that. If we can only choose well, okay. one for the rest of our lives, like okay, well, here's lemon has more. I wasn't, I wasn't going simply saying. I wasn't saying just cooking. My point was simply going to be that the, I was going to compare a few things about how it's debatable. And then the great differentiator is I think there's a lot more booze options with lime. And that would be my end all be all there. I mean, you love margaritas so much that you would never <laughs> eat a mar- guy. Huge marg guy. Me. Big marg guy. Never have another lemon again. Okay, so I'm a I'm a lime vote. Mike is a <laughs> lemon lime. vote. No, I'm a lime vote, dude. Lime. I'm a lime vote. I was the just saying. Oh, sorry. Did I say Dave? I, yeah. Oh, you're a lime vote. I'm a lemon vote. Dave, be yeah. the voice of the 30. You're lime? Lime. Yeah, lime. Uh, the booze the is a big one. Would you agree that lemon but is more versatile in the kitchen? It, I agree. Yeah, sure. But how much do you cook with lemon? I don't cook with lemon a lot. Um, I'm actually not. Like, I, I 
like tomato for acid usually uh when i'm cooking yeah, rather fair. than than citrus um but lime i use quite a bit lime water over lemon water all day long please lime it's more refreshing right lime and a beer i mean it's just um mojitos caprinas i think anytime anytime you use lime you could replace lemon and it's downgrade but it still works i don't think you can do it the other direction yes. that said you guys That's are kind take. of convincing me yeah. You guys are kind of convincing me that I like lime flavored and, and the uses of lime better than, you know, the, the instances that also, I would use lemon. Also, the correct lime answer is both, and it's Sprite. Well, sure. I was going to say artificial uh, flavor. We're not sponsored by Star yet? Could be, could be real. Or is that just every Starburst, other NDA Starburst lemon is, is atrocious. Amazing. You, you, yeah. you, oh, you like lemon Starburst? You're yes, that guy? lemon Starburst is good. Lemon rank, is rank the lemon. Are you where does it rank among the original four flavors? I want to I want to hear you. We've got what is that? It's orange is the worst. Uh orange so is I, better. I, I probably nope. go it's the red is cherry. Red's cherry, yeah. strawberry. strawberry. Yeah, yeah. Orange yeah, so, lemon. So cherry, strawberry, lemon, orange. I mean, I'd flip the orange and the lemon and put lemon very much at the bottom. See, I would flip strawberry and cherry, but then I and, agree. And, I don't even know. I, like, I yeah, can't the, there's a clear yeah, hierarchy of Starburst. the strawberry and the cherry are the clear two best. You could argue either order of those. I haven't had a Starburst in like, I don't know. Too I used to be huge. I don't have kids. So like, I, you know, I don't eat like candy and I don't like all my friends with kids. Like I don't live near any of them. So I don't get Halloween candy and. Easter yeah, I don't, candy. I don't eat candy or, or fast food or any of those, but I used to like be so into trying new flavors of, you know, these these legacy brands of snack mm -hmm. foods or, or fast foods that like I would read this blog called the impulsive buy that would just like, you know, chronicle all the new weird limited edition flavors and stuff like that. Um, okay. So shout out sour starburst. They're around for like two years and they never came back. And uh, it's kind of like when uh, the library of Alexandria burned <laughs> i think humanity has lost something ever since that day do, do you guys like mambas or, or like just off brand are they starburst, better man. than starburst though no 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 next pause we'll we agree that now and later red vines our our summer, now and later's lowest tier our summer yeah they're awful our summer yeah. uh content schedule is all candy debates yeah that's done. actually that's i the, mean that's the idea i mean these aren't really debates though because twizzlers are so much better than I would agree mm. with you, actually, but yeah. I, I'm I'm not like either or there. I can go either way. Yeah, it's all, right. all fair. All right, let's get out of here. We gotta, uh, get, we gotta go. Mike Pellucci, thank you. Dave Dufour, thank you. Uh, Tim Cato, thank you for doing the best job hosting of all time. Listeners, thank you for listening. It's what you do best. We'll see you next time. Son of Slovenia, cool as hell. He scores the ball and he rebounds well. Don't fight the future. in heaven.
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.